0: Video Game Pulse.
1: Episode 265.
0: I am Millennium x 17
1: And I'm Doc Atikido And I am
2: the snotty accomplice
1: Yes, we are joined today by the uh, greater slime dragon Yes
0: Not feeling 100% I can hear
1: <laughs> I
2: think Yeah, I can g- hear I go out for one day to an appointment and I come home with a cold Yep
0: Yeah, so you'll probably be jumping in whenever possible But probably not all that often, I would imagine uh, I'm then gonna. We'll do
2: what I can. You know,
0: it'll be another one of those tests for me to edit the show because on a normal show there's enough sniffles and you know weird noises throughout the show that I gotta <laughs> silence out that make it an interesting time editing. Uh, this time, by I'm gonna do my best, but you know can't catch everything. Yep. But yeah, we're here again. Two weeks. It's, the news is really slow. The second half of the year.
2: Oh yeah, it always is. Give it another few weeks and everything will be dropping.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, two weeks worth of news. Not that terribly much. I don't imagine we're going to be taking too terribly long on it. We're going over the forum this time by. Uh, this 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 uh, forum we put up the last time on 263 It was uh, interesting. Did you check it out at all?
1: I did not. I'm going uh, into this mess blind.
2: Uh, yes. I, guess I, I don't, don't even have the link for the forum at the moment. Yes,
0: I wouldn't worry about that. I, I think, honestly, with your cold state, you probably don't want to be reading the novels that were on topic.
2: Yeah, probably uh,
0: not. But with that said, there aren't many because it kind of derailed at at points. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of work to be done with the forums. It might be back up, but it's not where it was. Oh yeah. I don't think it'll ever get back to where it was, unfortunately.
2: No, nope. not without a lot of work doing.
0: Yeah, but uh, and we'll effort. we'll battle that bridge crossing when we get to it. In the meantime, <laughs> uh, side notes: Who's got what?
2: Um, not a whole lot. I don't think. Oh, I, has quiet, a bit,
0: like... I has a cold. <laughs> Kaz has a cold. Dark God has a whole lot of nothing. and Ooh. I... Ooh.
2: Also, I got two power banks for my phone. Because I know how much Pokemon Go burns the battery. They were only supposed to be £8 anyway. I got them for £4 each.
0: Nice. Nice, that's pretty good.
2: Oh, and I also got a uh, Belkin multi-adapter. You know, multi-country adapter with two USB ports on it for about the same price. Oh, nice. Hmm. Which yeah. will come in very, very handy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely will. And then I think for myself, I have a uh, a broked Civic up at the front of the driveway for sale. Yep. That's about it. I finally got, you know, my thumb out of my oh, ass. Oh, you exactly finally got, to the got it up. Yeah, uh, it's actually gathering a lot of, Attention. Uh, attention more than i thought it would i think a lot of people look at it and from a distance it's like wow that's a nice car." And you walk up to it and it goes 1500 or best out and you're thinking what and it's a sign right there i put in the window it's like will not pass inspection and we'll everyone's, and everyone's inspection. first question is so why is it not passing inspection i know <laughs> you know and of course it has to be trailered because it's not on the road it doesn't have registration or uh inspection which obviously it won't pass there's a check engine light on and that's the only reason why our father doesn't have a car right now the check engine light is on it doesn't go off so it can't pass new york state's ridiculous you know hoops you have to jump through so well uh, it's
2: fair enough if the engine lights on well no that's the
0: problem because it runs fine. It does not run as if there's a problem at all, which is why I well, think there's a sensor somewhere that's giving the computer a, a, a weird signal, in which case the computer's interpreting that and setting up a check engine light, even though it runs fine.
2: No you do realize if area, you take that to a garage, they can reset it. It doesn't no matter. It
0: comes back the on. The
1: garage area has figured out why it's doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. At
0: this Usually, point,
2: if they hit reset, it fixes it. Cause we had that same issue with no, no, Persia. We they do that to too.
0: They've reset the check engine light. It comes back on before the test is over. Before the you know the the emissions test is over. So it, it trust us, it does not work. And then at this point in time, a lot of the shops are like, "Oh well, we're gonna have to tear into the motor. They, they might have the we, uh, you know, the it just had the head gasket done a few years ago, and they're they're now saying that, oh well, the head gasket might be wrong." And I'm thinking, how the hell would that affect a check engine light? But some are thinking, "Oh, it might be." Th-. And I'm thinking, no, I think you're overcomplicating the matter. Yeah. Certain yeah. shops are like, "Oh, it might be up to a thousand dollars just for us to figure out what's." I'm like, no, that's not happening.
3: Exactly. Okay,
0: it's there's a sensor somewhere that's giving a wrong signal, and obviously the, the, it doesn't throw up a a. Specific enough code for in the computer for them to figure it out, and they don't want to poke around with it, but they just want to charge a lot of money to see if they. You know, it's it's just a big mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need said, to
2: go elsewhere than the Because
0: uh, because what I said though is that it runs fine. Turn the key, ring right up as if there's nothing wrong, which is why it tells me there's nothing actually wrong. It's just a sensor somewhere that's giving it a wrong signal, and anyone who's had to. Uh, uh, diagnose an, an intermittent or weird electrical problem in a car can tell you that that is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah. that is a nightmare and a half, especially in today's modern computerized cars. And it's, it was 2003, so it's not even that modern, but still all the same it's a nightmare
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know the computers in those in these cars are so sensitive to any weirdness and that it, it's probably it might even be a, a, a wire that's intermittently grounding somewhere that that might even be it that might be throwing up a check engine light it might be getting a weird signal and it's it's not sure of itself but the car runs fine which is you know a shame because it would it's still 30 yeah. miles to the game. mean
2: after all that black smoke came up for a bit
0: well what happened there is when it was parked at the when it when the inspection ran out uh april this year the uh uh it was parked in the in the yard out here, and then it sat and then last- you know last week, yeah, last week, I finally decided, you know what it's time to get that you know going finally now, you know should have been you know a long time ago, but all the same, i go we go to start it up, we had to jump start to get it started because it sat for that long, and it just starts squealing and smoking, and we didn't even realize at the time, but the alternator had seized up <laughs> just from sitting all that time, yeah, so it popped the belt off that was the smoke and squeal once it popped the belt off, that's fortunately that's the only thing that that belt drives is the alternator.
2: Mm. So it was your fan belt that was squealing.
0: Doesn't have fan belt fan. It's an electric fan. It's uh, it was just the alternator belt's all it was. But yeah, so it doesn't actually charge the battery, which makes it interesting. So for anyone who wants to come out and see that, I'd have to bring up my car with a pair of jumper cables just in case. You know, the battery's charged now, but you know I'll we'll see how long it takes to sell. Hopefully it goes quick. That would be nice. Hopefully. At the same time, I'm when I put it up there, I was like, yeah, I don't think I think if I'd be stunned if it actually sells before the end of the year, because ultimately, when people hear what's wrong with it, and then they're like, okay, and you have to trailer it, that's what's going to deter a lot of people. I think it'll gain a lot of interest because it looks.
2: Nice. It yeah, doesn't, yeah, it, you that know, car it, is awesome.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the interior is dirty because, you know, it was between myself and my father, we were in that car, so of course yeah. the <laughs> interior... I was going to say,
2: you're not too bad if your dad was the messy one.
0: The uh, the footwells are all muddied up, you know, and the, the, the the what are they called, the, not the, the carpet, the car does have stuff in it, but it's the, uh uh... The mud rest at your feet, whatever those things are called. The, in that car, they're also carpet as well, so it do, it soaks it all in. Oh, yeah. So the interiors... It's oh, normal
3: over here for it
0: yeah. to
2: be carpet.
0: The, uh, so it's, you know, it's all right. We'll see how long it takes to sell. It'd be nice if it sells quick, but I doubt it. Mm. I think it'll gain a lot of interest, but it won't actually... Uh, no real takers will happen uh, soon. Well, we'll see. It's only been out there for a day. Mm-hmm. It's been out there for a day, and two people have already asked, so that's actually pretty good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I called. someone called about it this morning. I told her what was wrong with it, and she's like, okay, I'll ask my husband. We'll get back to you. And so I'm not expecting to hear back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: my verdict on that. But other than that, I really don't have much else going on myself. Uh, I've uh, been playing a video game mm, over the last few yeah. weeks.
1: I was going to say, want to mention real quick, that we actually got our roof
0: done as well. Oh yeah, the roof is, it's no longer leaking as of right now.
1: As of right now, it has been freshly shingled.
0: Yes. The uh, damn near almost shook the house apart with how aggressive they were, but...
1: Oh god, yeah.
0: <laughs> it actually, from them doing whatever they were doing, replacing plywood and shingles up on the roof, it actually was able to blow out lights in the fixtures in the house.
1: Twice what? in the span of 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, that's how aggressive they were up there.
1: All we heard was bang and then the kitchen light went dark, then we were like, okay, and then we, you know, replaced the light bulb and then twenty minutes later, bang, kitchen
2: light comes out. I'm like, Yeah, let's just keep it off until they leave.
3: Hmm. <laughs>
0: but yeah, they got it done in two days, which is actually pretty good.
2: Yep. Well it did show up. The electrics are absolutely screwed. Oh, well, we
0: yeah, knew we that. knew we already knew that. This house <laughs> is a fire hazard. You yeah, knew this. Is. If people actually knew they would be terrified. Oh yes. I don't believe there's much else in that terms. I've been playing a video game over the last uh, two, is it two weeks? Yeah. Yep. Week and a half, let's say, to be mm-hmm. fair. Uh, we'll get there. Yes. I have thoughts. Interesting oh, thoughts. <laughs> yes.
2: That's dangerous.
0: Very dangerous. I don't think I have anything else. You don't have anything else? You haven't been able to think of anything?
1: Um, Not really. It's been pretty quiet.
0: Yeah. Kaz is sick.
1: Kaz is sick about
0: all we got there so i think if we instead of meandering let's just head on off to the news all right as always with flash news if you wish to talk about it stop me Well so uh, google has announced what they call daydream it is a vr headset made of fabric going to be costing under a hundred dollars and it will be available in november Interesting. Very interesting. I like the pictures for this thing. It's uh I unique. Seen it. yeah. You haven't seen it?
1: No, I haven't. Uh let's have a look at this.
0: Let me bring it up right quick here.
1: Oh, that does look nice.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll see uh, what happens with it.
0: You know, well, you know, it's it's in the same vein as the uh Gear VR. Mm-hmm. Uh I would imagine it uses phones, probably Google phones. Did Google have phones? Google's Android, isn't it?
2: Yes. I, I believe think. so. Yes, Google is Android. That's what I thought. Yeah. So it just
0: probably just works with Android phones. Probably. be willing to bet. Either way. Moving on. Amazon is putting a stop to incentivized reviews.
1: Good. About time? About time. That's yes. long overdue.
0: Very much so. Yep. Uh, a, okay, here's another good one to make everyone feel that much more safe and secure. <laughs> uh, Yahoo is said to be complicit in email scanning for the U.S. intelligence agencies.
2: There was some update to that from Yahoo the self earlier today.
0: Yeah, and that is...
2: Something about they're over-exaggerating. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about yeah, that. Again, <laughs> I don't remember the specifics I know, by the way, so it, I it. I didn't fully read it.
0: Yeah, neither did I. But here's the thing. It's like, Yahoo's not the only one. They're probably all implicit in it, and they're probably all, you know, doing so, and it's like, oh, Google it's... Google
2: and Microsoft have blatantly denied giving some data over to the M- NSA several times.
0: Yeah, again, either way, that's happening. That is so happening. Ma- just to make you feel that much more safe and secure in the uh, you know, the U.S., the land of the free. Mm. Yes, that could be up for debate.
2: I know, right? Mm. Oh, it's not just you guys.
0: <laughs> another argument for another day, I suppose. Yep. Uh, Talk Talk has been fined £400,000 for poor security practices.
2: That was because of that gigantic hack they got, you know, like, I think it was about a year ago. Nice. You know, my old ISP.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Yep. Uh, Moving on, uh, Gears 4 uh, preload uh, for Windows 10 is broken for many on Windows 10.
1: Yeah, I briefly looked into this. There's a whole range of different issues that people are having, and it's just not a good time all around.
0: Yeah. Again, Windows it, ten. It's
2: probably stuff that's fixable if you know what you're doing. Yeah, but unfortunately, the majority of people do not know what they're doing with computers.
0: <laughs> I, I, that could be said about Windows ten as well. Cause again, Windows ten
2: really is not a bad system, yeah. but you've you just got to know. You've just them got them. to know how to treat it.
1: Yeah, I've been uh, getting some weird issues with mine recently. That is down to Windows ten. I looked it up. You know, after each issue happened like a uh, some kind of a weird RAM issue I'm having now that is Windows 10 screwing up that keeps... Well, I shouldn't say keeps, it blue-screened once, but it hasn't done it since, but I looked it up afterwards and everyone's saying, yeah, it's a Windows 10 thing. So I'm like, oh, great.
0: You're having a RAM issue?
1: Apparently the fix that everyone says works is to uh shut everything off, open it up, unplug the RAM, and then plug it back in. Well, and it doesn't that help you
0: with a, a with a laptop.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. So. It's
2: it's rather fiddly to open a laptop up. Yeah, but uh,
1: that's the issue, uh, That's the fix that everyone says works really well for this particular issue. But, um, yeah, uh, if you need to get
2: to specific parts like the RAM, it's usually generally quite fiddly to get to it. You have to take the whole bottom panel off.
1: Yeah, it was... Because the small
2: panels are usually for the storage drives.
1: Hmm. But uh, and then there was another weird issue that I was having where it kept shutting itself off. But that was down to my graphics driver having conflicting things. I needed to up uh, manually update it, or like you know force it to update.
2: Well, it doesn't manu. It you have to manually update it if it's not set on automatic. Yeah, but it so not uh, normally it'll download the- it, but it won't install without asking you on an NVIDIA driver.
1: Yeah, so I had to update that, and then uh, that hasn't happened since, which is good. I was like, don't start this crap. I, I need this laptop. No, I... NVIDIA
2: GTX chips are in a class of their own for being stupid. Yeah. It it happens a lot, so get used to keeping your driver updated. No, did. Although, don't ever update a NVIDIA driver on day one.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a big note.
2: <laughs> your brother will know what I mean I... there.
0: The same goes for AMD, though they haven't had as many issues. I would say always wait and see.
2: Yeah, Wait about a week till they put the bug fix into the driver.
0: Yeah, and then also same, go- same goes for like, you know, anytime uh, PlayStation firmware updates or Xbox does it. I always keep the system off and just sort of wait and see. <laughs>
3: yeah. That can
0: be said about all technology. And one thing I will say, though, is uh, whenever I'm having a RAM problem, I usually just send REM in to help the problem out. Mm. Uh, that usually helps for me. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Great news. Uh, Bungie has uh, in an interview has said that Destiny Two will be completely different. It'll be coming to PC and it'll be totally better. Okay. It'll it'll be what they said it was. No, really.
1: The pathway is open. Hmm. <laughs> they just need to go down it.
0: <laughs> it's okay. They'll fix. They'll fix everything this time. It'll be mm. great. Greatness well, will happen. Well,
2: it to a step up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I if, if it's not on that breath, crappy
2: Windows, Windows 10 gaming uh, stuff. Bad idea. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I'm not holding my breath, though, so.
2: Yeah.
0: I'll have to wait and see. Ubisoft has spent another 106 million pounds to prevent a Vivendi buyout.
1: Yeah, they are really fighting hard to uh, keep that from happening.
0: It's, it's an interesting it tells situation. It's
2: serious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah, it's just an interesting situation that's ongoing. It's been ongoing for the last, what, like six months? I know. Four, six months, something like that?
1: Something like that, yeah. They are fighting hard to stop it from happening.
0: Uh, Understandable, very much so. Moving on, oh, Samsung Note 7s are still catching on fire.
1: Yep, always fun.
0: Definitely very fun. Got to keep it exciting. Yep. <laughs> the only way the uh you know this newer generation can pay attention is if their phone bursts in the phone. Apparently,
2: some I iPhone sevens have been doing exactly the same.
0: Yeah, I think it's something to do with the newer lithium-ion batteries that they've gotten. Those things they've gotten so thin, and they're requiring them to put out so much power that they're, uh, there's weird, uh, weirdness happening within the batteries, and that's specifically chemical what's reactions yeah. because parts
2: of the battery are decaying from the chemicals. Yeah. It's what I've heard. You know, yeah, then the mixing yeah. and reacting and that's catching that's fire. Hard
0: hard. Yeah. That's a thing. Another thing that's a thing is Stardew Valley update one point one is in beta.
2: Yeah. No, it's not, that. it's out. <laughs> It's, yeah, well, I have It was it,
0: as of the note when this news dropped. It's probably now out by now.
2: It is yeah. out because mine patched two days ago.
1: Yep. So did mine. I have it downloaded. I haven't actually gone in and looked at it yet. Yeah, mostly same here. But, Neither have I. Mostly because I don't really remember anything about what I was doing at the time. As is I the usual really case, whenever
0: you know. Over
2: again. And I've just not been in the mood for doing any serious gaming for the past couple of days.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's usually the case after you let something sit for a long time. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. where was I? What was I doing?
1: I know, but at the same time, you remember how hard it was to get everything cleared out, and it's like, I don't want to start a new farm. Yeah, well, there's different farms on it now.
3: Yeah, I'll look I into want to it try outside. it out for the new Yeah, farms. at some point,
0: you know, the, the funny thing is is that I've been meaning to do the same thing for American Truck Simulator. Apparently, Arizona's been out for a while now, and I'm thinking, oh, i got to check that out, and then I never do. Yep. Part of the problem is that it, it, I've been watching playthroughs recently on YouTube, and it's been adding a lot of videos to my Watch Later list, mm-hmm. and as such, I've been, you know... Behind on that, yeah. I've also
1: uh, recently been pretty big updates for Slime Rancher and uh, We Happy Few, so I still need to check those out as well.
2: I've still got to force this system into gaming because since I got it back, I really have not pushed the thing with its little quirks, shall we say?
1: Yeah, just a uh, random sign up from what I just said. I'm actually really impressed with uh, Compulsion Games right now. They since we Happy Few came out in uh, Steam Early Access, there have literally been like significant updates every single week, like on the dot. So they are definitely putting a lot of effort into that game, and it is showing. It looks great, you know. It's interesting. I can't wait for you know the full thing to be done and out.
0: They do exist out there on Steam, you know. The developers that actually mean well when they do an oh, yeah. early access. I think, uh, what was the developer for, uh, it was uh, Next Car Game was the name of it. I forget their name, but they're another one. They keep updating that constantly. That's another game I need to go boot back up again and look into.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. There, that's a thing. Uh, Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. J.J. Abrams has confirmed a Half-Life movie and is teasing an official Portal Film announcement.
2: Right. Because does that's that mean what we Portal need. Portal 3 will finally come out. And Half-Life 3?
0: Yeah. yeah, Maybe that's what it is. Half-Life 3 is always going to be a movie this whole time. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. That would be the best troll ever.
0: Not really, actually. That would piss a lot of people <laughs> that off. That
1: would piss a lot of people At off. At this point in time, Half-Life
0: 3 is in the same camp as Duke Nukem Forever, yep. and I don't know when it'll come out, but when it does, never. it will never uh, live up to any expectation that people have set, which is way too high. Yep. We'll wait and see, but I'm not holding my breath anymore. So, uh Oculus has announced that they're getting into room space VR as well with the announcement of the Oculus Touch, which are controllers that look suspiciously similar to that of the Vive.
2: Right. Of course.
0: Yes. I did not read though when they were gonna it says release date and price. So hold on a second, let me load this up real quick and while you load
2: in that. I saw something interesting oh, with nice. VR the other day. I saw something. It's these gloves that they wear, but they're so realistic that surgeons can actually train to do operations with them.
3: Nice.
0: That is cool.
2: I All think right. VR's going to be more in the fields like that science yeah. well, and technology the same thing than was, gaming.
0: The same thing happened with the Kinect, because everyone, like, everyone dropped the Kinect super quick. But things like Surgeons and the what have you and other people used the Kinect a lot because then it allowed them to move through screens and pages without actually having to touch anything.
3: Yeah. Yep, so there's, w- yep. there's
0: interesting applications for it. I just don't think gaming is that application. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on a wait and see thing with VR. I could definitely see how it can be cool, but we'll have to wait and see. I think I'll, the price has to come down for it oh, to yeah. have mass market appeal. Uh, and the resolutions definitely have to give. That's where resolutions and frame rate does matter. Is when you've got a screen that close to your eye, any sort of uh fidgetiness or unsureness in the image and it'll throw you off, and that's what makes a lot of people ill. But yeah, anyway, the Oculus Touch is coming out December sixth with a price tag of two hundred US dollars.
1: Yep.
0: So that you can add that onto your six hundred dollar Oculus Rift, making it the same price as the HTC Vive and of $800. And
1: pre-ordering the controllers will get you two free games, VR Sports Challenge, and The Unspoken.
0: Don't everyone get up all at once.
1: I know, right? I was like, what are those?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing. Yep. And there's two more tabs of Flash news, but I have them up in the normal news that I actually didn't give to Kaz. But... Uh, so Flash News, the next bit of Flash News, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's has been delayed for the worst possible reason. Evan, what is going on? This is horrible. Why would he delay it?
1: I know. So, uh, apparently Mr. Cawthon thinks that his new game due to come out tomorrow is, uh, too dark and wants to delay it for another two months. But don't worry. He understands that people want a horror game and, um... So he has kindly put up the Mature version on his Game Jolt available right now as of mm. last night. Nice. Yes.
0: How how dark and frightening is this?
1: Oh, it is something special, I'll tell you what. Is it, so,
0: is it something worth seeing?
1: Uh, sure. Sure. So yeah, yeah, I love Scott Cawthon. Yeah, I he do too. He best. he
0: won the internet last night, proving also not only did he win the internet by trolling. Probably it was it was a uh, game theorists is who he specifically I think he was, was aiming
1: specifically going for them, but he trolled about four thousand people in the process. Yeah, and and a lot of
0: them were so quote unquote games journalists. If oh, yeah, this
1: is the best part.
0: If there's any proof that why j- gaming journalism is not seen as as real journalism is the why they don't have any credibility this is why
1: this is exactly it
0: because they they reach out to stock scott Carthon for a more detailed explanation did they look into it themselves no they no. just published a story based on solely on his steam post Yep. without clicking on the link and seeing what the first level was
1: yeah and not even that it's like I've read through a bunch of the different articles that came out following this. Not only did almost none of them look into this in any capacity, but a lot of them are also like being really, really like mean and mocking about it. Like they specifically target him whenever anything like this happens just to shit on him.
0: For what reason? For too? what reason? He, I don't he's, know. Not, he's the exact opposite of digital homicide.
1: I know. And it's like, th- this is why we love Scott, like, he takes something like this and, like, you know, uses it and turns it into something positive. So yeah, what actually happens when you go to his game jolt, and it is on his official game jolt, you know, marked very mature for, like, intense blood, intense violence, all this Netflix is like a hundred different uh, tags and up. warning
0: part. know, yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Oh, uh, it's so funny. So you download the game, and it brings you to what I think is actually the official menu screen for a Sister Location, with the like background music and everything. Mm. And then you click. It, to it's, on like, play it's like it's like click
0: any button to play or something like that. You it have says. to click
1: on play game, and then it brings you to a uh, reskinned version of the game Sit and Survive.
0: Which is his game Which as well. Which is
1: one of Scott's earlier works, where yeah. you sit still and try to last as long as possible out in the woods.
0: It's like a tower defense, is what I've been told.
1: Pretty much. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's <laughs> hilarious. Last night on GT, GT Live, Live I was literally crying with laughter because they were so buying into this store. They are like, Oh, I, I guess he's, you know, really worried about this. Like, okay, this might become a very mature stream. We don't know what this actually is.
0: <laughs> it's priceless, it's great.
1: It's so funny. And then they load that up and he was just like Wait what? Wait what? <laughs> he's
0: like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then and then what was her name? Stephanie? Stephanie. She's like, Are we getting trolled? We're getting, like, trolled, I feel like we... we're getting
1: trolled. I <laughs> feel like we're getting trolled. Feel like we're getting trolled. Oh my god, the rage was real. It's
0: hilarious. It was
1: so funny. And then a couple hours afterwards, after everyone pretty much figured out what was going on, uh, Scott edited his Steam post at the very bottom. Very bottom, yeah. That says, uh, as most of you have figured out, the game is not delayed. I'll see you Friday <laughs> with a <laughs> winky face, and I was like, oh god, I love that guy so much. I know he's, he's so funny. funny.
0: He won the internet like last night. He is night.
1: the proest of pro trolls.
0: Yes, and the best part about this is that the, the this whole we're looking at a Kotaku article. They, like you said, they tore into him. Oh my god, how could you possibly say a horror game is too dark and this and that and the other thing? And it's like yeah, they
1: like, it's not even like just reporting on thoughts and stuff. Like they're being really, really mean to this guy about you know possibly de- delaying a game, which in this day and age as well. You know, if they did that for every game that was delayed ever, then you know that would all that would be what all the news would be about because so many games get delayed. But like you know, this one in particular, they seem to be yeah. like really tearing into them over a yeah. possible delay.
0: Instead of actually tearing into a AAA studio that actually deserves it, when exactly. or or a publisher more specifically, yep. when it, something gets delayed, it's like you know, like The Last of Us. Did that? Did anyone tear into them for that? No. no. It's like, oh, well, I hope the game's good now. You know, they always take the. It's. It's. I can never keep up with the internet, and in that certain things you're supposed to act angry about, and then certain other things you're supposed to give them a pass. It's like, I can never keep track of what you're supposed to do with who.
2: I know. Like, I obviously... gave up trying to keep up with the internet a long time ago. Mm-hmm.
0: With Nintendo, you're always supposed to give Nintendo a pass. I know. Like, I knew that. I know, I know. that much, but...
1: but Scott Coffin, anything FNAF-related, oh my god, if you're not tearing it apart, then you are a bad journalist.
0: And then, even better than that, to top it all off, they updated the article today at noon was it today yes yeah
1: yeah today at noon
0: uh they even put oh my god look they even updated it wrong it says update 9-6 it's actually ten six. <laughs> yeah so there yeah. you go nice fact check you know or you know a uh, proofreading as well by on the their deputy update.
1: editor of kotaku yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just great Written
1: by the deputy editor of kotaku yeah. Updated 9-6. At 12.03 PM. 12.03 PM. Yeah,
0: let's not, you know, proofread anything you put up. They just, uh, oh, in a follow-up. One up, sentence. In a follow-up troll post, Cawthon says he's not delaying the game after all. That's all they say. And that's it. No retraction. No. Oh, it's not at the top of the article. It's at the bottom of the article. Yep. No. Oh, we got it wrong. We're sorry. We need to retract our state. No. Nothing. Nope. Just a, oh, I guess in a follow up post he was trolling it's everyone. Like the title it's is still
1: in. the same. Minus it says update at the end now and then. Yeah. It's that. like
0: really. It, this is why nobody buys into gaming journalism as a prof, you know, as as journalism as you would expect, like someone who writes for example the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or mm-hmm. one of those like. Reputable sources that act like Vice, Vice is huge for doing a lot of this. They actually do real journalism things. That's why nobody actually puts the same credence towards gaming journals because they just they report on you know uh, press releases.
1: Exactly. They don't
0: actually do any real research into it, and a lot of them don't even fact check anymore.
1: Nope. A lot of them don't even typo check apparently. Yeah,
0: that's hilarious. The I deputy was
1: at... editor doesn't typo check apparently.
0: Great. Yeah. Always a good time. So that's a thing.
1: So that happened.
0: Yes, it did. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh No Man's Sky has gotten another patch. Uh this one's one point zero nine. And it comes with patch notes. <gasps> Gasp, wow. I know. <clears throat> so uh the list is long and uh vast and it's pretty much at this point in time I would say that with this uh patch notes they've officially fixed a lot of the major issues with the game is what they're saying as far as running time and you know loading and file save corruption and help pump stranded type deals i think they've pretty much gotten that tied down it looks like um hopefully now they'll look into working on content hopefully yeah uh we'll see how that goes and hopefully it's uh smooth sailing for uh hello games <laughs> right yeah right uh-huh okay, okay. uh main news Main news. Main news. No man's sky is being investigated by advertising standards authority in the United Kingdom. Yep. Oh yeah. So much for food sailing. (laughs) I I can see why.
1: As I say, this I can actually agree with because Mm. yeah yeah the ASI is not one
2: you want to get stuck with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think honestly, I don't. A lot of people are calling Sean Murray a liar. I don't foresee him to be a liar. I see Sean Murray in the same light as people see Peter Molyneux. Do you remember all the promises that were for oh, yeah. Fable yep. and what it was supposed to be? Like, I don't fault someone for dreaming big. Like, I don't fault true. them at all. The problem is, I think Sony is way more guilty of this in recent memory but Sony has this weird ability to hype things up to a point far past what they could ever deliver.
1: Exactly. Like
0: a lot of Sony games have been falling short recently.
3: Mhm.
0: And uh this is just one of those. I think I think a lot of people really need to take a look at Bethesda and their release of Fallout 4 and that was Fallout 4 the greatest game ever produced? No. no. But yet at the same time, it was announced at E3 and it was released, what, three, four months later? Mm-hmm. And it just came out and the hype was real and everyone was on it and it was great. And I still like that game. That game is good.
1: Yeah, I still like that game. I just don't like It's the good when it works properly. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, did it have issues? Yes. But here's the thing the hype train for that was only a couple of months long. No Man's Sky hype train was what? Three years? Three
2: years, yeah. Like well, it. that's like Skyrim Special Edition. They announced that this year. It's coming out in October this year. This coming month. Coming out in
0: a yeah. week or two, I think.
2: Uh-huh. It's coming out at the end of October.
0: Something yeah, like that. Mine'll I be- i to
1: uh, get hold of the Legendary Edition, don't
0: I? I already have that.
1: Yeah, that whole month. So do year. I.
0: Yeah, the funds are always an issue. The
1: funds are always an issue, because right now all of my funds are going towards paying for my birthday gift, which is coming out at the end of the month as well.
0: <laughs> You're buying yourself a birthday
1: gift? Yeah, because, you know, that's the only way it's going to happen, and then I coerced <laughs> Mom into paying for the remainder that I couldn't cover by saving up all my money.
0: <laughs> That'll be split with me, don't worry about that. Oh,
1: yeah. Just, trust this me, is you why lying. you need a it's job. Uh, it's not for lack of trying, trust <laughs> me. <laughs> You've not put that many
2: apps, in,
3: woman. Yeah, I y'all. haven't
1: found that many that I am able to. Actually, I was gonna say, real talk, real quick.
0: we're having a we're having a you know slight uh, deviation,
1: slight deviation. Real talk. Earlier today, I found something that would have been like perfect for me. I feel where it was uh, like you listen to like podcasts and things, and then you have to transcribe, you know, what everybody is saying into text form. And they're like, oh, you know, you can work at your own pace. You know, you get paid. Uh, depending on you know how many things you do in a week, you know it's up to you how much you want to make in a week and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you can work awesome. from home. And then it was like yeah, one of the requirements is like, oh, you must have a uh, like a word per minute typing speed of I think they said like 120 words per minute. And, I, and then they were like, so what is your uh, typing speed? And I was like. I don't fucking know. Then they were like, if you don't you know know this you can, you know, test it out here and then they link to this other site. I go to this other site and they give me like this paragraph that you have to type as fast as possible.
2: And yeah, that's at, the standard type in test.
1: And I'm looking at this thing I'm like I don't know what any of these words mean much less how to spell them on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this massive paragraph of just like I don't know, it was like a page out of Shakespeare or something. I'm like I don't know what any of these words mean.
2: Like well, I guess that's out.
0: <laughs> yeah, y'all. You're supposed to know these things.
2: Hmm. Type in jobs, you do have to have a good typing speed. And you only type one-handed.
3: I do type
1: one-handed. I was thinking, like in my mind, when I was reading through what they were describing it as, I was like, okay, you know, I can like listen to a line, pause it, write it, and then you know carry on and just do it like that. Like I could do that very easily. Yeah, but...
0: you're you're one-handed, a uh, hunt and peck with uh on a on a laptop. Hey, I type so, pretty
1: damn fast when I, you know, have words I actually know how to spell. If like, I, you know, my I, written <clears> stuff. <throat> mom will be sat there watching me type like one of my stories, and I will just be flying across the keyboard. But when you give me like some medieval nonsense to type out, and you know, as fast as possible, <laughs> then it's like, uh... right, so, yeah. that's
0: a thing. That's a thing. Are we? Are we? Turning back onto the highway.
1: Yeah, real talk over. I just have to rant about jobs every yeah. now and then because most of them are very stupid.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, so No Man's Sky being investigated. I don't think there's much else to really be said about that. Not really. All right, then, moving on. Yep. Oh, oh this is good. <laughs> mm, this is really good. For anyone out there who thought they were going to game the system, again, you're not going to. I've been telling people don't buy Infinite Warfare. Do not pay $80 just to get Call of Duty 4. And I think some people might actually be taking me, not that they've ever heard me say it, but they're probably going to now cancel their pre-orders because it was 100% confirmed from Activision that uh, in order to get Call of Duty 4 remastered, uh, you require the Infinite Warfare disc. So what it is is you have to get the disc, put it in, it installs, yada, yada. And then through the disc itself, you can download Call of Duty 4 Remaster. But then to access the Call of Duty 4 Remaster, you must activate it through the menu of Infinite Warfare, meaning that you must keep your copy of Infinite Warfare in order to play Call of Duty 4 Remastered. And the internet freaked out. Yep. As you should. Again, <laughs> do not buy this game. Wait six months. I swear to you. In six months, they'll be selling co- the COD4 Remaster for thirty, maybe forty dollars, separate, guaranteed. I guarantee it. When they see the terrible sales figures of Infinite Warfare, and then they see, they look at the uh, the multiplayer servers, and everyone's on COD4 and not on Infinite, they will sell it separately. I guarantee it. Give it six months. <laughs>
1: I guess we'll find out.
0: Mm, yes. One can only hope. Moving on.
1: Moving on.
0: Oh, and here we go. We got an autoplay ad that's... uh. Of course. I hit pause and it plays anyways. That's a new feature on IGN's site. Did You hit pause and it plays it anyways. <laughs> so, uh, in an interview, Phil Spencer said, don't worry about Scorpio's price. Right. Yes. So, uh, in an interview with NZ Gamer... Spencer said Microsoft designed the Xbox One S and Scorpio in parallel and thought about the price performance of what we wanted to hit with the Scorpio relative to what we were going to be able to achieve with the S. As such, Microsoft aims to offer the consumers a good price continuum so people wouldn't look at these two things as so disconnected because of the price delta.
1: (laughs) This is sounding worrying rather than reassuring.
0: Do Do you hear the dollar signs flying off as he's talking? Yep. Yes. Again, uh, my bet is six hundred dollars for Scorpio mm-hmm. at best.
1: At best, I'm gonna go even higher. I'll you say think seven,
0: seven or, eight. seven or eight? I think my honest, honest feeling is that if it's more than six, then they're definitely gonna shoot themselves in the foot because at that point in time, you're then starting to compete with low end PCs. Yeah. Uh, and as such, uh, it'll be harder to get people into that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the simplicity of a console will help, but uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. It's
1: definitely going to be a risky game, no matter what they do.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when they announce it. It'll like probably...
1: you've uh, said before, why exactly do we need this? Yeah, it's again, because the performance right now is stunning. Yeah, it is on really tri- good. Come on now.
0: We need 1080p, 60 frames a second. 1080p, what
1: are you on about? We need 4K. 4K. No, no oh, we need 8K. That's Yes. We need 8K. No, let's
0: future-proof ourselves. Let's go to 48K. Ooh. Yes, beat the television industry outright. Just go straight to 48K. <laughs> there we go. I don't even know what kind of resolution that is.
1: I don't know. I don't
0: either. <laughs> I don't, do you? Could you even mention uh, 4K is what? It's like 3980 by something or other? 3920 maybe i'm not sure i'm not even sure what 4k is i know it's 1080 by 1920 is 1080p Uh, phantom
1: says over 9000k yes
0: 9001k let's go there yes this needs to be a thing (laughs) definitely that is a winning statement
1: that is
0: whoever comes out with a 9001k tv gets it
1: they have to come out with the 9001 KTV and they have to use DBZ as their showcase of how good it looks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you use the the gif of uh Vegeta crushing his What are those things called? I forget. I spent so long You since to I've the seen... scouters. Yeah, the scouter, that's what yeah. it is. I blanked on the name. I'm like, wait, what is it called? I can't even... It's been that long since I've seen I know, DBZ. it's
1: been a long time since we sat down and watched that scene. I've been
0: I got watching it all... Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, I've got uh DBZ box set and DBGT box sets right up there on the wall behind us. Mm-hmm. The entire, you know, DBZ and DBGT. Yep. Which, G- GT was weird.
1: I never. GT saw was, was not
2: canon.
0: That makes sense because it floundered. Quite hard.
1: Yeah, I never watched GT. I only watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z,
0: which are great. Those
1: they are, are, great. are yeah. classics. I've been
2: watching Dragon Ball Super lately, like, like every time it comes out.
1: Anyway, I think we're
3: meandering. Yeah, a there's bit. definitely meandering.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyone out there who thinks that the Scorpio is definitely going, he said it later in the interview, something about it's a premium uh, product, uh, is a premium option, a premium console. So yeah, it's just it, it sounds to me like. 6 to 800 is the range. Myself mm-hmm. the reason why I say 600 is that is the highest point that I would see it as mass market friendly which that statement's in quotes. Yeah, yeah. Heavily quoted uh, cuz 600 is a heavy pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. You're going to really want to have this in order to, uh, you know, to get it because I don't see it being necessary. And again, people are always overcomplicating the statement. Everything that Spencer has said about and Microsoft has officially stated about the Scorpio, and now their no, their new whole Xbox One or Xbox brand family thing is. It sounds to me just like back in the day when PC games were sold on discs. You didn't have the, this. This is the AMD version, and this is the Nvidia version, and the, you know, and this is for this product. You no, know, you just you just had this is a PC game. And
2: you put the disc in your PC. It was so much better.
0: And it would just figure itself out and automatically, you know, measure your system specs and go with it. Like, how people think that there's going to be a Scorpio version of the game and a normal version of the game, it's not going to happen. I seriously think it's all going to be one disc. It's going to be, here's the Xbox game. Mm. And you just put it in whatever disc tray you have, whether it's the S, whether it's an old Xbox that I have, or whether it's a Scorpio. And it just, the disc goes, oh, okay, I'm in this console. And then I'll run it this such and such. Yeah. And I'd imagine for Scorpio, you could probably, I'd imagine you could disable 4K and just go with 1080p if you want to. I think that probably, should be an yeah. option. If that's not an option, I would be stunned.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Because just like any other uh, PC game, like I, there are certain games that my computer could run at 4K, but I don't have 4K monitor, so it wouldn't make any sense to put it at that resolution. Yeah. Which is why it never makes any sense to me when people are like, oh, my computer runs it at this resolution. You gotta, and and, I, and I'm like, what well, monitor do you got? Oh, 1080p. And it's like, why are you bothering?
1: Exactly. Seriously, it's all just bragging, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. But again, it, 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 the Scorpio is going to be expensive. Oh yeah, guaranteed.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I remember when we first saw the uh, conference when that was revealed, because like, he kept talking about oh, it's going to have, tera-flops. This, gonna have that, the teraflops, that the teraflops. I remember it's all about the really teraflops. What like, can you see? The dollar signs flying off the screen. <laughs>
0: It's all about them teraflops, yo. Mm. It's very important.
1: They were very proud to talk about their teraflops.
0: Mm -mm. Yes, they were. Moving on. Moving on. Ah, Washington State is putting pressure on Valve to stop illegal skins gambling.
1: Yeah, I briefly read over this. Mm. Not in too much detail, though. I don't know specifically how they're going to force people to stop doing this, but... Because a
0: lot of these skins gambling things are outside of Washington. Outside of
1: Valve, that's the thing, that people don't seem to get.
2: Well, maybe they'll do something, Valve will be kicked into gear to do something to help them remove them.
1: Mm, Maybe.
2: At this point, I think Valve needs to work with the appropriate authorities to go after the sites. Rather than saying, oh, Valve, you must take them down.
0: Yeah, I, I to my feeling of the whole situation is I think they were on that route anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. This oh, just, yeah,
2: they have been going after him. But I think the appropriate them... authorities need to assist Valve rather yeah. than saying I think they were them. going
0: that way anyways, but the, my point is that they're probably now, this gives them a, a more authoritative shove to do that.
1: Yeah, so basically the uh, they're telling Valve to do whatever it takes to stop this. I think the exact quote is uh, whatever actions are necessary to stop the. The problem wars. is, most of
2: these sites are in foreign countries. Yeah. Some of them, I yeah. I mean, look recently, the one in the UK.
0: Yeah, again, uh, we'll see how it shakes out. It's still an ongoing uh, story. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of, you know, these sites definitely stepped on their own toes to get in the situation they're in.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: But either which way, moving on? Moving on. Uh, this is interesting. I actually didn't... I saw this on Twitter but I didn't really read into it. Twitch is teaming up with Amazon to bring you Twitch Prime. Really? Yeah, uh, Amazon bought Twitch back in 2014. I uh, would how, you know, wondering how Amazon would make the most of it. Uh Twitch announced the first major collaborative effort between the two companies, Twitch Prime. Uh is exactly what it sounds like. Amazon Prime for your Twitch account comes with plenty of goodies, free subscriptions and more.
1: Oh, this is good. If you already have an Amazon Prime account, then Twitch Prime is free.
0: Nice, that works.
1: Yep. That's the way Ah, to do it. That is good. That is really good, So if you get to
0: Amazon Prime, it counts anyways. Yep. One of those things that I keep meaning to do, but for whatever reason, don't.
1: Apparently, you'll also be getting free gaming loot every month, kind of like a loot crate situation, it sounds like.
0: Hmm, interesting. Hmm. A free copy of Streamline... And I don't some know. other
1: in-game goodies.
0: I don't know. That's the thing. I don't spend a lot of time on Twitch.
1: Neither do I, really.
0: You know what I think will actually get me to get an Amazon Prime subscription is uh, whenever the Grand Tour comes out. Mm. Yeah, the, uh, Which Clarkson- is going to
2: be soon because they keep advertising it on TV. Yeah?
0: Clarkson, Hammond, and May. You know? They just uploaded a couple of... Uh, there was a guy, a talk show host, that just did an interview with those three. They, uh, they were in uh, California. They were at... Uh, willow springs racetrack uh the streets of willow i think it was or was it big willow i'm not sure it's one of the two the uh, and they were there they were doing a lap in a corvette and the guy was in the passenger seat asking him questions as they were racing around the track it's hilarious it's yeah. so oh, funny you mean the
2: james Corden carpool thing
0: i don't know i don't know the guy's name
1: yeah, this is also really cool as well. What it says here is uh, so apparently every 30 days you're allowed to subscribe to another Twitch channel for free, which normally it costs like five bucks minimum, I think. And uh, but it says here the channel owner will still get paid as if you had paid for it. So they're actually like sponsoring people to subscribe to channels and they cover the cost of it through this service, so that's actually really cool.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So I was
1: thinking that, like, you know, subscribing to somebody on Twitch, you need, you know, it's a paid thing, it's $5. So I was like, you know, if they give away a subscription every 30 days, then won't that hurt the channel owners? But no, apparently they're just going to cover the cost for you, so that's actually really cool.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's a
1: good idea, at least. It's (laughs) a step in the good direction.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Mm. And then the final bit of news Yep. Just for you.
1: There is this. Just
0: for you.
1: A couple days ago, uh, we got an update on Pokemon Sun and Moon. A new trailer has dropped that introduces the second evolutions of the starter Pokemon. And they are special, let's (laughs) say. Yeah. So uh, Rowlet will become Dartrix, keeping the grass flying typing. It looks pretty good, except for the fact that it's got, like, a random emo hairdo. <laughs> and the have... same
2: mannerisms.
1: And the same kind of, like, emo mannerisms. It's kind of weird, but uh, overall, I do like the design for that one. Uh, Litten will become a Torah Cat, keeping the pure fire typing. This one looks legitimately awesome. I do really, really like this. It stays on four legs, which a lot of people were asking for. And it just kind of looks like a bigger, bulkier version of Litten. It looks more tiger-like. So, I'm foreseeing good things for that. I really hope they don't screw it up on the final evolution.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And then there's Poplio.
0: Uh, You mean there was?
1: And then there was Poplio, So, Poplio will become uh, Brioni, I think is how you pronounce it.
0: Brioni? Uh, Brioni? That sounds about right from what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, keeping the pure water typing. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got a frilly dress on and pigtails, and what have they and a, done? And a clown nose. Well, they already had the clown nose. That was on Poplio. Not as bad as this. Not quite as bad as this. It Popplio's grew. Was, uh, yeah, it grew. Poplio's was smaller, but uh, and it's got kind of like starry eyes as well. And yeah, I can't wait to see what the final evo for this one is.
0: <laughs> Are you holding your breath?
1: I kind of want to because I do still really like Papio, but this Middle Evo could have been a hell of a lot better. But uh, we'll see what the final evolutions look like. Uh I'm hoping they do drop soon. And uh, Sun and Moon is actually right around the corner. It's coming out on November eighteenth. Nice. So yeah. That works. A little over a month ago, so that will be awesome. I am still very excited for this. And yeah. I might actually switch over to Lytton, depending on Popplio's final evolution.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to wait and see.
1: I will wait and see, but... Because, like, up until this point, I was, like, stubbornly sticking with him because, you know, everyone was, you know, making fun of the design stuff. I think he's cute. You know, Poplio is really, really cute to me. So I was, like, stubbornly going to stick with him. But if it's going down the route that this Middle Evo is going down, then maybe... Uh, some compromise will have to happen.
0: Hmm. <laughs> yes.
1: So we'll find out.
0: I don't believe there's much else for the news, do either? You two have anything? Nope. No, don't think so. A whole lot of nothing. So, should we head on off to the forums now? Yep. All righty then.
1: Alright, so, the forums. Yes. Yes.
0: We have arrived at the train wreck.
1: We have arrived (laughs) at the train wreck. You know it's bad
2: when he says that.
1: We might be able to pull a few carriages out of the fire, but Mm, I think we should get to getting to, yeah. So, we have the Pulse 263 discussion topic. What are your thoughts and opinions about the Sony conference held earlier today, Wednesday, September 7th? And also, tell us what you think about the PS4 Slim and PS4 Pro. First in is Yotaro Vegeta. My thoughts? I didn't see it. I never watched these live events. I only experienced it afterwards. The PS4 Slim was already leaked, and all I've seen of the Pro was some shadowy image of the console. I have never owned the new version of a PlayStation console. I have my PS3, Fat, and my PS4. I was about to buy a Slim after my first PS3 died, but I bought another Fat boy because it's backwards compatible. That's exactly (laughs) it. That's why I have uh, my PS3 out here. Which was mine. Yeah, which was yours. Which was a uh, PS2 games. It was
0: a Metal Gear Solid 3 or 4. I think it was a Metal Gear Solid 4 bundle, 500 gig bundle console that does have backwards compatibility on it. I
1: know, I love it. I used to play Okami.
0: (sighs) Yep. So, next in is that anime guy. My biggest thought is more of a question. Why? I don't understand Sony's decision to reveal a new slimmer version of a console that already exists while also revealing an uprated, ver-
1: up-rated,
0: uprated version. Yep. The PS4 already exists. I think there's that's supposed
1: to be upgraded.
0: Upgraded, yeah. <laughs> All the same. upgraded or upgraded, same difference. The PS4 already exists, and there's generally enough hardware out there that most people can find one if they are looking for one. The Slim starts at about $300 more than most of the existing ones on sale and is released in the middle of this month with no change in hardware. The PS4 Pro is out in November, has better graphics hardware, that's standard, and it's only about $100 more than the Slim. I'm sure most people who are planning to buy a new PS4 can save up the extra 100 bucks in a month or two to get the Pro. This leaves no real reason for the PS4 Slim to exist. Why is Sony releasing two consoles in a short period of time that most people can easily save up for the good one?
1: That is true as well. That is a very strange decision on their part. It is. Uh, back in again with Yotaro Vegeta. Okay, so I've seen the image of the PS4 Pro. It has one more level to it, so I guess that console is better. I haven't read the specs, and I don't really care. I'm not much of a tech junkie or early adopter, so I don't need a souped-up PS4. I barely use my current PS4.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh. Next in is Melv Rick with about four posts about why we should buy Viagra meds online. Mm. I have to take that advice to heart. Important. Very important.
2: Another bot on there. Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: moving in. Oh, and then we finally, four posts later, get back to the actual discussion topic. <laughs> uh, Link of Hyrule comes up with, The PS4 Slim and Pro are not worth upgrading if you already have a PS4. The Slim isn't even that much more of an upgrade than the regular one. Get your stuff together guys. These new consoles coupled with Sony's boring conference make them as annoying as spam messages trying to sell boner pills in video game forum. <laughs> <laughs> That was a winning statement. Kudos yeah, like, to you, sir. <laughs> like those nerds get, are getting laid. This message is brought to you by delicious tab soda. <laughs>
1: Kudos to you, sir. I really <laughs> like that. Link, Link of Hyrule just won it. Yeah, that was yeah, great. In the chat with us. Kudos to you, sir. I really like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a great statement.
1: You guys
2: are bloody terrible.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, next in is Zaldera. Uh, Uh-oh. HDR 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 Did I mention the main point HDR? The Sony press conference was a weird was weird and a sign that Sony may be panicking due to Microsoft enjoying a bit of rebound. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Did Did they mention it has high dynamic range, yo?
1: I know. It's all
0: about that contrast, yo. On a Twitch stream that's running at about 360 at best. That's about it. <laughs> uh. Okay, yeah, so next in is Flora, uh, stating that, I think everything was like a scrambled egg, or maybe I'm just hungry. A lot of the stuff that I seem to be most of the time with these things is stuff coming out that already is out, but they just want to make it bigger and better, or in this case, smaller. Yeah, some things are new, but they're slim and few. Did did you get that, slim? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, guess who's back? Oh, no, it's a different person this time. No, a
1: different person. This though.
0: time stating that we should compare prices online yes. instead of just going for it. Oh, and then there's another compare of prices online.
2: Mm. Someone really needs to get on top of them bots.
0: And that was the last, actually.
2: Yep. That's the end of it. So there's the forum. <laughs> yes. That's Why are the bosses derailed. not getting on top of all these spam bots?
0: To be fair, I think from what I've gathered from Twitter is that Waltall has been uh, on an overtime streak kind of similar to Zaldara. Yeah, uh, he's been uh, busy, which I can what understand. What about
2: that. all the other mods on the...
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> but as far as the boss man goes, uh, he's busy. Yep. He would, you know, I've seen him comment about it on Twitter, so he's aware of it. It's definitely quite obvious.
3: <laughs>
0: but yeah, the um, what I'll say about the PS4 Pro is that it's a waste of money if you already have a PS4. Absolutely. It doesn't. It, you don't even gain that much over it. Uh, the slim, I understand why they do that. They Why they revamp and make the hardware smaller is it's cheaper to manufacture at that point in time for yeah. Sony. So that's why they always go through those iterations. Uh, and they become more efficient at the same time that way. So I understand that. At the same time, if you already have a PS4, you don't need it. Exactly. If your PS4 dies, then yeah, okay. You're in luck. There's a slim model. That's about all I need to say about that. Anything from you? Not really. Not really. All right, that was pretty quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Discussion topic for this time by you had a great idea.
1: Yeah, I was thinking we could do something with the uh, the whole Scott Cawthon situation and how gaming media responded to, you know, what he put on Steam and then you know what it actually turned out to be, and how they just immediately jumped the gun and started like, bashing the shit out of him for it without even really looking into it that closely. So, wording as always, but that was, like, my general idea is something yeah. along those lines.
0: I like that discussion topic. There's yep. a needed one. Exactly. Anything else you need to say about it?
1: Um, I'm sure we'll see more about Viagra on that topic. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's good advice. You need to learn these things. Mm. Mm. Either which way, uh, review? Review. Alrighty righty, then. review yes yes it is
1: who's got what
0: i've been playing a game have you yes shockingly enough i haven't started for no okay yeah i know unfortunately (laughs) uh we haven't gotten to have you gotten to it nope yeah yeah (laughs) yeah how about that
1: yeah that's kind of been kicked off to the side for For now.
0: now i think i'm going back to it here soon enough same yeah, because I'm definitely interested in seeing how that game turns out. Mm-hmm. Very much so. However, a game did come out that I've been very much into. Oh, wait, hold on a second. We're jumping the gun. Kaz? Wow. Uh, did you play a game?
3: No.
0: <laughs> okay, just making okay. sure. Yeah. Continue the- Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was right. I've been playing a game that just came out last week. Uh, I even took a day off from work, and it just by chance happened that that following Saturday was a special day at the warehouse where I went in at half shift at midnight. So I was able to get a lot of extra playtime in and that was Forza Horizon 3. Nice. Very much looking forward to that game. Uh Forza Horizon 2 was my game of the year for 2014, I think it was. Yes. Because that okay. year there was a lot of flops that year and it was just the game that I had the most fun with and it didn't have any major super bugs that were going wrong with it. Leading up to this, I wasn't sure if I was going to be doing a first look or not or a review, and I'm I'm right before the final showcase, so I'm pretty much you know there's not much more that could be said for it. If even if I did a first look, there was not much more that I could follow up with. So I'm just going to make it a full review at this point in time. I've definitely I'm up to level I think like I'm in the 70s now for my level, what have you. But either which way, Forza Horizon 3 is developed by Playground Games. Not Turn 10, as a lot of people have mistakenly said. I've seen that a lot. A lot of people are like, oh, Turn 10 made a great game. No, it's Playground Games develops Forza Horizon. Uh, Forza Motorsports is Turn 10. The, even though Turn 10 is mentioned during the credits, uh, they're not the developers. Playground Games developed this game, published by Microsoft Game Studios. Uh, and it is only for it is for Xbox One and uh, Windows 10. I can't say only Xbox One anymore. It's it's uh, Windows 10 and Xbox One. Being the console that I played it on was the Xbox One. Uh, yeah. So just for simplicity's sake, from this moment forth in this review, uh, I will only be referring to it as Horizon 3, or when I get there, Horizon 2, or just 2 and 3. Just so that I don't have to keep saying Forza Horizon three and four, you know, it's a, it's simplifying yeah, yeah, so yeah. like that just so like just so that we're aware. That's what I'm talking about when I say just two or three. Uh, it's, it's an interesting game, open world as always. It, this time, it was the first. Uh, Horizon was set in Colorado. It was a festival in Colorado, and then the second one was set in the uh the Italian French Riviera type uh Mediterranean area. The third game is set in Australia. Yep. It's it's kind of like an abridged version of Australia. Uh, you know they. Took a lot of the highlights and stuffed it into a map that this time the map is of an appropriate size. The biggest complaint that I had about Horizon Two was that it after a while you kept seeing the same locations over and over and over again. In that, you know, you always kept felt like you're repeating the same races only with different cars this time and yada. So it it was eh. It was okay, but this time the map is big enough that you, by the time you get to the end of it, you're never really repeated the same locations. It's enough variation and enough map space that you're able to really spread out, so that's actually a really good thing. It takes several minutes to cross the map, even in a very fast car. And as always, you know, open world game, there's all sorts of hidden trinkets and what have you through the world. They've got boards you can smash through that increase experience and reduce the cost of fast travel uh, you start off in the Byron Bay area, it was the first festival you open up. Uh, the game opens up with you driving the cover car, the Lamborghini Centenario, I think is how it's pronounced. You're driving that, and you drive it over to the vessel. There's a point, everyone's seen this demo. It's the same demo that was played at the Xbox stage. Uh, and it's like eventually there's a point where you take over with a trophy truck and you're driving your way through to the festival and what have you. And it's like you're, you have to choose your character. There's a point where you have to choose your character, and there's a bunch of different generic in-game characters, and then you can actually ch- choose your name. Like, you can choose a name, you can choose a nickname, like, uh, you could choose anything from uh, a, a serious nickname to a joking nickname, and then there's also, they can even call you, like, Dave or... Jeff or whatever. I called I I just chose Nick cuz that worked cuz it worked and it's all voiced. So that's uh, even between your GPS and the other characters in the game, it's voiced to the point where if what you choose is what they'll keep calling you voiced in the game, which is, you know, that's an interesting touch. Uh the graphics look amazing. It's at 30 frames a second, therefore it must be substandard according to the internet. It's, you know, obviously, I mean, you saw it. It was terrible, wasn't it?
1: Mm, Yes.
0: Horrific. How dare they?
1: How dare they, indeed. I
0: know. It's just, yeah. I don't buy it, again. Nonetheless. This game looks
1: fantastic. It does. It's really good. This game looks amazing. Like, again, I asked this earlier, I think, before we officially started the show, like, what do we exactly need Scorpion for? Scorpio. Scorpio. Same uh, difference. I just watched Scorpio before we started watching the show. Uh, Scorpio, like, what do we need it for exactly? Because this game looks phenomenal as is.
0: Yeah, and again, I, I, the frame rate never dips to a point where it's so bad. It's like, oh god, I don't know. What, it's it's good. It's solid. It's pretty rock solid at that rate, so it works. I mean, obviously, being an open world game, there's more on thing. There's more going on that they need to be. You know, so that sixty frames a second isn't as Easy to achieve as in Forza Motorsport, which is a closed track situation. So it's more of a controlled environment for them to be able to hit that 60 frames a second, given that they know what they have to render where and when. Uh, whereas in an open world game, there's that much more going on on screen, which is, you know, it all takes, that requires a lot of horsepower if you wanted to do it at 60 frames a second. It's not so bad that you'll notice. Again, it never dipped for me to a point where it's ever shuddered to a point where are like, oh, wow. And it never it never really stuck out to me. It looks great. I love that. It looks really good. But anyway, the opening sequence where you go through, you race in the Centenario, and then you switch over to the trophy truck for a while. Uh, and then the first thing, when you first get to Byron Bay, then they start you right out in the first showcase event, which everyone has seen. It's You're in that buggy, and you're racing the Jeep that's being suspended by the helicopter. Uh, this is a very cleverly disguised, uh, intro tutorial level kind of, tutorial is more of a generous description of it but this is disguised as a, the game trying to figure out how good are you in a racing game the game is trying to determine whether how where to set the difficulty, and depending on how you finish with the Centenario, the trophy truck, and then also finally with the buggy, three completely different handling vehicles, it can then determine, okay, where are you on the scale of difficulty, and then it auto-sets the difficulty to that point. Uh, it It's never said that this is a tutorial to determine what... They never ask you. You can change your difficulty when you want in the options menu, but this is a very uh, interestingly disguised way of... Introducing you to the festival, the concept of the festival, and the what have you, and you know, to in order to set your difficulty without actually telling you what difficulty would you like to set at. So I, I like that; it's actually a pretty cool way of determining it, especially for newer players that aren't familiar with uh, sim racing mechanics. Which is where Horizon is an interesting enigma of a game. I know the the term in the in the realm of racers is simcade. You'll hear simcade a lot. Uh, Forza Motorsport is a simulation racing game. So they're trying to simulate real world at all times. However, Horizon will always have you out doing weird things that are very much more arcade than the normal thing. Like, you know, let's go to this ramp and jump off and see how far you can throw your car. <laughs> hilarious.
1: Ah, uh, so much fun.
0: But not very realistic. But still no. hilarious. And then there's certain other things where you gotta, you know, just go crazy in an area and turn up as much skill points as you possibly can and what have you. So it's like there's certain areas, things and aspects that can be arcade but it's the racing, the core racing itself is very much a sim racer. And that's where a lot of people can get confused and where a lot of the game can be a bit at odds with what it is, with what it wants to be, with what it's being told to be.
1: And don't forget, you have to impress the dingoes. <laughs> yes, yes they you do. They are your biggest fans.
0: <laughs> we'll get there, don't worry about that. <laughs> But, yeah, so the introduction, the whole theory and story of this game is that you are the festival boss. Like, in Horizon 2, what happened was you were racing at the festival and you were a racer. And eventually, after winning the final showcase, it then turned around and was like, okay, you're in charge now. Where do we go next? What events do you want to have? And it was like, it was like a really cool moment. This game, it starts right off, okay, festival boss, what do we want? You know, you can choose what you want to do when. So, it's an interesting idea. However, this is where gameplay and story conflict with each other because you're told that you're the boss, but then some of the other promoters, there's what's her name? I forget the girl's name. And then there's Warren is the car mechanic guy. They keep telling you, oh, hey, go over here and do this. Oh, hey, go over here and do that. You're the festival boss, but yet you're racing in the festival at the same time, which that wouldn't that sound like a conflict of interest to you. I know. It's a dichotomy between what you're told and what you're doing is at ends you know you're told you're the festival boss but yet you need to go do this you need to it's just it's a weird setup that's a little bit at odds suspension of disbelief or maybe you're just an eccentric billionaire that has more time uh than good sense could be it's a very possibility like like some of these races take place going through people's backyards and the question that has to be asked are they okay with this <laughs>
1: There's that, and there's also the fact that yeah, I think you'd have to be an eccentric millionaire from how much you smash up your cars. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. These cars, million dollar cars, and yet yeah, million
1: you're dollar cars. We shove them off the edge of cliffs, screaming right through ocean. the like
0: <laughs> the road is like, oh, take this road. I'm like, no, you don't. You just toss it into a field and go screaming f- through the forest.
1: Screaming through the forest, or you know, off the edge of a cliff into the ocean. We've done <laughs> into that a, a tree. Times.
0: The trees are there. You will find them.
1: Ground sky, ground sky, ground sky.
0: <laughs> and there's that too. So yeah, an interesting story and layout, and I understand why they took that leap towards that aspect of you're the festival boss. The problem is, is they don't take the full leap to that extent that I would like to have seen. I think for Horizon Four will probably take that step because I think the biggest criticism that ter, uh, that Playground Games, excuse me, needs to hear is that for each. Uh, area for you know like you see Byron Bay and then you can eventually when you earn enough fans it's also like like social media type deal where as you do events you earn fans and that as your fans increase oh we got to expand the festival and eventually it'll be like we need a second site of a festival and that's when you can expand into the map there's the Outback there's Yara Valley there's a, a city called Surfer's Paradise those are the I think the four that and Byron Bay are the four major locations for festival sites. And as you expand, you can expand those uh, festivals. They get uh, they look fancier, and then they also add more events that you can race at. With more v- events you do, the more fans you gain, and up you go, and fan count. You know, kind of a, a, a quasi social media type aspect to it. Ultimately. Uh, an interesting way to format it, however, whenever you come to an event, eventually you'll come to a point where it locks and it's like, oh, here's a blueprint event that you can, like, how do you want to race? And it's like, you can then change the time of day, the weather, you know, if it's a lap race. I checked into this. Uh, you can have up to 50 laps on a race, which makes some of these races very long. Now, and a lot of people, are like, whenever I come up with, especially Forza Motorsport, I'm always like, oh, where's my endurance race? I'm endurance race. I'm endurance race. Here's the thing. Weirdly enough, in Horizon, it doesn't work. Because... You're driving from point A to point B to get to an event, and then you have to drive again, and after the event, you drive some more. So it's like you're in an open-world event. So to constantly be driving and drive to an event and then have an hour-long 50-lap race, uh, that might not make sense. It doesn't make as much sense. Whereas in of Motorsport, when all you're doing is going from event to event like a sanctioned race would be, having only two to three-lap races make no sense. So there's that. There's no way to do it like a timed endurance, but lap, fifty laps for certain tracks are very long, and then it's like time of day, weather, yada. yada you could do that. Different car classes. You could say this is only a C class race, or this is a Ford challenge, or you know what have you, and you can do do those different things. However, they don't go the full nine yards in that you can't say this is the starting line, this is the finish line, and these are the checkpoints that I'd like to see in the middle. You can't. Uh, do that right. you can't make your own races so you're still using their own said blueprinted routes that are already you know, so it's like they don't go the full distance of how, what the festival boss should be able to do which is kind of weird to me like you there's also different uh bucket list challenges where they did that in previous horizon games where it's like you know oh take this koenigsegg and drive to this distance and it's like that that specific challenge is like uh Reach speeds that defy belief in the Koenigsegg 1 to 1, which that car is ridiculously fast. <laughs> it's 1,337 kilograms and it's 1,337 horsepower, which is the 1 to 1 that they're talking about, power to weight ratio. That car is ridiculous. Uh, I actually got that because if I've been with Forza so long that eventually after you unlock a certain point, they'll be like, oh, come back here and here's your Forza like tier rewards system that they track how long you've played Forza. I actually, they gave me that car too. So I have that car. That car's crazy fast, but it's just like, same thing with the blue, with the, with, the, um, the, uh, bucket list challenges is that eventually you'll unlock a point where you can create your own bucket list challenge and you can go there and it's like certain ones are like uh, speed cameras or skill set or what have you. It's like for a point it's like you start here and you need to race to a point in a certain length of time. You can make that and you can determine where that point is that you finish, uh, you can do that, however, when it comes to like speed traps or the what have you your or jumps or some of those crazy stunt jumps, you're limited to the ones that are already on the map. You can't just create your own, which is just bizarre to me. It's like they didn't go that full distance that they should have,
1: yeah, that is a little bit weird, isn't it
0: and it's just it's an unfortunate. I don't know how they couldn't have, the fact that they went to the point where you're the festival bus but you can't create your own races as you would like them to, I can't imagine that would create such a huge amount of extra data that the server couldn't handle it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that, you know, for you to start and finish here and these are my checkpoints and this is my race, like, how is that not a thing? I think that should be a, a, an easy next step to do. Why they didn't do it, I don't know. Are they saving something for Horizon 4? I mean, it's just, it's strange to me. It's a very strange thing that it goes out. Uh, as usual, the normal, there's no real serious bugs or glitches with this game. It at core f- works. It just, you know, and it can be fun. The interesting thing about it is that the problem that I'm having, though, with Horizon 3 is that all the same negative things minus one that I said about Horizon 2 still work. The only thing is that the map is big enough now. Everything else that's wrong with Forza, as at a core, is still in this game. There's no qualifying. There's uh, still still, like I said, the lap races aren't as long as I'd like them to be. But at the same time, it makes sense in Horizon. But then certain other things, like uh, you know, you show up, you can show up in a it's. Doesn't matter what the challenge is. If you buy a stock car and it's a C550, or no, that's not C. Uh, I forget what the numbers are for the thing. I think it might be 550. 500 to 600 might be C-Class, if I'm remembering correctly. It is. So C550. And then all the other computer cars are about at the same level. And then you can go into the shop and spend $100,000 and soup it up to an S, you know, uh, S925. Just just say, pick a number out of thin air. And it's like, that's your performance index now. And then all of a sudden, all the cars that you're racing against are also around a 925. And it's like, uh, that's kind of annoying and a little bit frustrating at the same time, which makes souping up your car ultimately pointless. Which is just a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, if you're on, if you're not good at a racing game, especially a sim racer as Forza Horizon Three is, uh, if you have friends on your friends list, the game populates your friends list into your game. If your friends are also good with sim racers like Forza and their drive avatars have already been ramped up, and they're in the uh, Intermediate category, and you're a beginner. Their at drivatar is still in your game, so if they end up in a race with you, their drive avatar will always beat you, regardless of what difficulty you have the game set at. And I see that as a problem. Like that shouldn't be the way, because then you'll never win a race, even if you lower the difficulty past beginner. I don't even know if that is uh, possible or not, but nonetheless. It, it doesn't slow down your friend's Drivatar. So you always have this dichotomy of the same people on your friends list always racing at a higher level than what the rest of the generic Drivatar pack is. Because that generic Drivatar pack that's not on your friends list is of the difficulty that you've selected, whereas their Drivatar is at the level that their Drivatar is at. And that ultimately is a problem.
1: Yeah, that does sound like a very uh, poorly thought-out system.
0: It very much is. And again, the Drivatar's, again... all Forza games, it happens like I'm. You're teaching your driver tar how to act. The game's always looking at. It, it looks at a lot of data in order to get this right. Like, what kind of suspension load and, and different tire wear and how you turn into. And like, it looks at so many different factors to teach your computer. The problem is, is that Horizon is an open world game. So I'm teaching my driver tar to cut the corner and go through the field. How does that add up? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like you're at certain. Ends with between what you're told and what you're doing. It's like there's certain frustrations that come come with. As always, Horizon is the best when it's at its uh, when it's at its showcased events. I haven't done the last showcase event, but the one that I like so far is you. There's a point where you race a diesel locomotive uh, with a uh, with the new Camaro Z28, which has the most American sounding V8 of all time. Thing is amazing. I love the sound of that car. But uh, so it's like. It, there's awesome moments but at the same time you know there's a bit of frustration thrown in at the same time it's like you got a lot of barn finds that many never exist in one area at, at any given point and especially it's like one of the cars you find is a maserati something or other and it's like oh there are only four of these in existence and so like you're telling me that was in a barn in in australia that no one else found like, yeah, I get the idea what they're going for, but at the same time as it hits with a simulation racer that Forza is, it's a bit of a like a, a an eye roller where you're like, mm, really? But at the same time, suspension of disbelief, I understand what they're going for uh, with that uh, aspect of it. However, at the same time, you know, with all the different events that you can do, there's point-to-point races, there's lap races, then there's certain other uh, PR stunt challenges. Certain things are just like go through this certain zone at a certain overall speed, or sometimes it's just a single point where you're at a speed camera where you got to go so fast. And some of them are those stunt jumps, which are always hilarious. They're freaking amazing. I love those. And then it's like, there's a couple other things, but at the same time there's nothing really super new going on in this game that wasn't already done in Horizon 2, which is why by the end of the first week, this last week, by the time I went to work on Saturday, I was ultimately glad to take a break from the game because at, the, at that moment I wasn't sh- quite sure why, but I'm like, I'm getting a little bored with this game. Why is it going? And it took me the weekend of work to figure it out and go back to it earlier this week that I realized a lot of Horizon 3 is phoned in. It's not really like what Horizon... Horizon 2 was a huge step up from the first Horizon game. They added so much, and they did so much right with it. It was just amazing, and then it had those couple of weird issues. This game, the map is bigger. That's great. I love the map. It's so cool to see what they've done with it and the train is great and the different variety of what you're looking at between the rainforest section and then there's a section where your farms are. and then there's a section of the outback and then there's a couple of different cities it's like it's really cool and then they also have the uh the silver sands uh shipwreck beach is another point and there's a couple other points of uh, notable landmarks within australia that they stuffed into this map and it's just it looks great and it plays awesome and it can be fun it's just a little bit phoned in unfortunately It's just like they didn't, like I said, they didn't go the full distance that they should have. They didn't go to that point where you can make your own races. They didn't do that. And again, with a with an online component like Forza has, wouldn't you think that that would be the next logical step for them to do, like to be able to download different people's races?
1: Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Because
0: if you're on each other's friends list, then it shows up, and when you go to a race and you create your own blueprint, anyone else that goes to that thing sees your blueprint. It says instead of Horizon Festival presents, you know the this you know, the Ford versus Chevy challenge, it's it's all of a sudden it's then it's Millennium X17 presents the Subaru versus, uh, you know, the Subaru versus uh, Mitsubishi challenge or something like that. Like you can determine it and that's what it shows, but it's always the same race that you're in. You you can't just create your own race deal and, and make your own checkpoints and do your own different route through the environment, which wouldn't you think that that would actually be, really awesome to do. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: But they don't take that step and it, as because of that it just seems kind of phoned in on a really great map, which is a shame. Yeah. I uh, I liked it. I'm overall having a lot of fun with it, but I got bored with it after the first week. It's just cuz mm-hmm. a lot of certain aspects that were great in Horizon 2, like the skill when you get a certain when you level up, then you get a you get a one of those um, uh, uh a, 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 one of those prize spins yeah. that you can then bring up the price spin screen, and it's like, okay, press X to spin. It starts spinning, and then you're in Horizon 2, you just press X to spin. Great. And then it's like, it's going, it's going, it's going. And then I always, like, hand you the controller, and then you would tap the A button to stop it.
1: Oh, yeah. I was always good at getting you the really good shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's awesome. How they managed to screw it up in Horizon 3 is beyond me, because now when you hit X to spin, the wheel starts spinning automatically, and then automatically starts to slow down. And it's like, What? <laughs> so how did you take steps back from what know, was so I great
1: know. like if anything they sure they just copy and pasted it yeah over. that would
0: have been great but at the same time wouldn't that seem more phoned in at the same time but at the true, same time true,
1: true, true.
0: that's such a great aspect of horizon 2 that made it so much fun yeah. now it just sort of feels like you're not telling it when to start slowing down so it now just feels like the computer's just here we'll give you this prize at this level yeah. which some of the prizes on the wheel are such a fucking slap in the face it's Beyond comprehension. Like there are certain great prizes where it's like you can get Horizon Edition cars, where it's like you know these are five, six hundred thousand, million, two million dollar cars where you can get. And then there's like credit s- spins you can get of a hundred thousand credits, or you know seventy five or fifty thousand. But then there's certain spins that you know oh great you won this stock Ford Focus.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, never planned on it, but okay. I eh. But at the same time, then there's even bigger slaps in the face like. Okay, this spin will give you 2000 credits or 5000 or 7500 or 10000. It's like fucking really that I in the last 2 days I've had such horrible shitty luck with the spins that I probably 5 6 times in a row got 2 or 5000 in, in a row, 5 or 6 levels in a row. And I'm just like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, are, you've got to be kidding me. It's such a slap in the face when it automatically starts spinning and automatically slows down itself, and then it's, it just feels like the computer's randomly, oh, I'll give you this prize this time. By. Mm-hmm. And it sometimes screws you over. I liked Horizon 2's method of, okay, now press A to stop the spin. Yeah. That way it felt like you could let it roll and then you can kind of like eh now and then it, it then it slowed down at a predetermined rate and that was more of you in control of randomly getting a prize this just sort of feels like the computer's selecting a prize for you exactly which gets frustrating quickly when they constantly level after level keep screwing you over especially there's certain like uh not only that you have the same skills type challenge where you between air and drift and and, and wreckage and a couple other near misses and what have you different skill things you can do you can combine those up and they get you get a lot of points with that eventually it's a Another little level up type system where when you get enough skill points uh, you get skill points and you can put them into it like a, a an RPG like upgrade system there's three different types of them. there's festival boss which is eh, kind of lame the kind of prizes you get with that some are better than others like the ability to fast travel anywhere is a good one but that one's later on then the middle one is uh, more immediate uh, XP or credits boost like 10 percent more points with drifting like you know that that sort of thing. And then the final page for your skill point you can put skill points into are instant rewards which are either money, experience or wheel spins. And again, when you pay, you know, 5 skill points for another wheel spin and then it spins you out a 5000 credit roll and you're like you're just like really really. It just it's kind of, it gets frustrating after a while when they keep screwing you on the spins. But it's just like it, the whole thing just kind of feels a little bit phoned in on an awesome map though. It's just, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. I like it, but at the same time if you're not crazy in the Forza, I can't see this changing your mind on it at all. Yeah. In, in the different areas that they have fallen back on. Mm.
1: So you would say Horizon 2 is better and oh, a yeah. better experience overall? Yeah. Uh,
0: you know what? I uh, this is the weird thing is that I would say Horizon 3 is the same experience which you would just think would...
1: slightly more mediocre on different aspects,
0: and not even that. It's just that because it's the same experience, is it a good thing? If you've never played any Horizon game, then I would definitely say get three. But at the same time, it's the same experience as two, which is two years old or two or three years old now. Yeah, yeah two years yeah. old. I think yeah, two years mm-hmm. old now. So at this point, so it's a little bit dated in that they didn't do anything that really pushed the genre forward enough. All right. So. You're not really losing anything if you never play 2, then play 3. It's You'll have a great time with it, but it's just for someone who's a fan of the series, it's a bit phoned in. Like I said, which All ultimately right. led me to be getting bored with it after a while, which I was just kind of shocked with. Yeah. So ultimately, another thing, I've been watching Darkside Phil play through this game on his channel, and he is terrible at at, (laughs) like i said it's a sim racer and the whole time he's like oh i played need for speed before and i'm thinking oh you are in for a rough time and always was he ever (laughs) yeah need for speed is an arcade racer which the whole deal with arcade racers for those who don't know they're designed to have bullshit mechanics that force you to get frustrated and lose so that you then get riled up to the point where you keep dropping quarters into the arcade machine so that they can make money, which is why it's an arcade racer, which is why in a home console setting, arcade racers don't make any sense. And they're just frustrating, which is why I don't like them. Forza still has a little bit, the Horizon definitely has arcadey mechanics, but Forza as a whole has been getting slightly more arcadey as it goes on, which is a worrying trend to me uh, in that certain, when you modify a car up, sometimes you'll get combinations of cars that are in your same performance bracket that would never make sense in real life would never happen I think when I did Forza Motorsport 6 there was a point where I think I had I had a, a GTR uh, one of the a, a 97 or 8 is a V spec two GTR and then somebody guy was in some 80s muscle car remember that it was like a Buick Grand National oh, or yeah. something like that and they're telling me that it's outperforming me get the fuck out like that silly shit like that happens when you soup up a certain car you'll get other combinations with driver cars that never spin out that never missed a checkpoint even if they didn't even make the checkpoint flags that it's like, you know, you're being ridiculous now. That's when it gets silly, which is why I say whenever you get a C, if it's a C-class performance car, only modify it to the point where it handles well for you or is at the top of the bracket that it started in. That's as far as you ever want to go with the, with the modifications. Uh, but what I'll say about DSP is that he brought up uh, the certain same points that I brought up is that it's like certain areas like, oh, you need to go through this zone at a certain speed. Traffic is still coming and going. So it gets in your way and it just gets frustrating after a while. He pointed that out, I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Then there's certain other things, like, uh, he said he's never played another uh, Forza game before ever, a Horizon game. He doesn't, you know, like he was having trouble trying to do some of the skill challenges, and it just sort of occurred to me, I'm like, yeah, there is no tutorial for any of these games. They never really explain how to do any of it. It's just granted that, oh yeah, people will know how to change skills together. It's never explained, which is kind of strange. Can you think of any other game that has no tutorial whatsoever? Hmm. That's an interesting point that I never would have thought of otherwise. But when he when he was going, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's actually a good point. It doesn't have any tutorial, so if you don't know how to change skills together, it might be confusing because it just it's like a lot of things, or like certain a lot of people just don't know a lot about cars. He knows nothing about cars, so it's like when he goes into modify, he's doing certain things that are kind of you know it doesn't make sense. But for people who don't know how to. Uh, know anything about cars? You wouldn't know that you're making the mistake. The biggest mistake I seen him make was that, and I think a lot of people do, in the fact that the first when you go into modify a car, the first thing to show you is this is the engine category, this is platform and handling, this is aerodynamics, yada, and on down the list it goes. And then the last thing is conversion. Well, people, well, when they have a lot of money, they're thinking, they don't know the mechanics of Horizon will match whatever cars that you have with against other cars that are of a similar performance. So, it don't know that. <clears throat> a lot of people will just like, well, let's soup it up all the way, and they'll go through all the engine mods, have forty thousand credits worth of engine mods, and then they'll go into handling and all this and tires and rims, and then they'll get to con- conversion page, and then they'll throw in, oh, this engine, you know, this mod gives me another one hundred and fourteen horsepower, great, and then they throw it in, not realizing that the conversion, when you do an engine conversion, what you're actually doing is you're physically taking the motor out that you put all those engine mods on and putting a whole physical new engine in. And this is never explained. I saw him do that mistake so many times, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Whenever you're modifying in Horizon, always start at the back, at conversion, and then work your way f- back towards the front. The engine mods are always the last things you should do. That way, you're putting the engine mods on the new engine you already put in when you're macking out a car just for the sake of being hilarious. Good high-level tip to just so that you don't waste your own credits. And I saw that, and it's like it's never explained, and I don't know how many people actually noticed that. Mm. But again, it's just like, so there's a lot of aspects of the game that aren't really well explained for newer players. Yeah. which is just another point, and I'm like, wow, I never, and then I thought back, and I'm like, Horizon 2 is the same way. It's like, mm, okay. So just a thought for newer players. Uh, the biggest problem that I see with DSP is that he overdrives the car hard he like it, he's expecting it to react like a need for speed type game would where you throw a car into a corner hard it drifts and perfectly whips through a corner and keeps going at full speed he's always complaining about it too That's not how a sim racer works
3: <laughs> unfortunately
0: it's not how it works real world racing principles will work in this game in that uh if you got to go to the outside of the apex in towards the, at the tip of the apex in the middle of the corner and through and you got to follow through your speed Uh, in order, in all real-world racing mechanics between brake and gas and car control work in Forza, which is ultimately why I like Horizon so much is that it's an open-world game where you get to do silly shit, but it has a real handling aesthetic to it that I can never get into arcade mechanics because the cars act weird. But yeah, that's just me. Anything else you need to add to that?
1: Not really. I only watched a little bit of this game.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot about... Uh, this you know I I I, I think I, I for what i mean, I'm trying to meander here, but oh I think I said a lot of what I needed to say, what I, a lot of what I had on my mind. It's just I'm a little shocked that it is as phoned in as it is. It's still fun, but I've already done it two years ago.
1: Exactly. That's so the for thing.
0: me, it's a, and again the same problems are happening all over again. Just like turn ten has a lot of people that put it up on a puzzle and blow smoke up its ass. Playground Games, again, they did a great job with this game, but the problem is it's phoned in. A lot of people are like, oh, it's great! 10 out of 10, best racing, open world racing game ever. It's a, I'm like, really? You can't find anything to complain about this. Like, You're, you're going to tell them it's perfect, and yet you expect them to make a better game next time? I don't exactly. think so. It's a little bit silly that way is it a great game yes i commend them because this game does not have any critical bugs or glitches in it which is more that can be said about most games in this day and age so on that note they did a great job but it's ultimately like i've said phoned in so ultimately at the end of the day crackers all right you know if if you've never been into a horizon game, you'll think it's amazing uh at this point in time I sincerely believe that Dark God here is a better race car driver in a sim racer than DSP is. Okay. Does that shock you? Uh
1: a little bit, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that is an astonishing statement, like wow.
1: Yeah, I'm very bad at racing games. I always have been.
0: That would be interesting. We could maybe give you the controller and see if you can beat some of his lap times. I seriously think you could.
1: Sure, I'll try it.
0: Ultimately, I think you could because you've got me here telling you how to, you know, how race the so yeah. Things, yeah. And by the way, I you know like I said, uh, years ago I was in a v- uh, vacation in uh, Vegas, and one of the things I did was exotics racing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: the real-world mechanics do translate in a sim racer as Forza is, even though it's getting more and more arcadey as time goes on, which is never a good sign. It's more worrying than anything else.
1: All right. But, uh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Why not? Yeah.
0: Something to worry about uh, amongst all the million other things we have to play. Yeah. Hopefully we can get back to Uncharted 4 now. I think for yeah,
1: me, I, I needed a little break from it, but uh, I think yeah. I'll definitely get back to it soon. Same
0: here. I think we have games coming out at the end of the month. Yes. I have, ooh, ooh, I think it's even on your birthday. I think it's October 21st or 2nd. I forget when.
1: Okay, so it's either my birthday or your mom's birthday?
0: Yeah, the uh, uh, Farming Simulator
2: 17. Nice. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. Are you actually going to buy it? Oh, yeah. Oh, he will. Oh, yeah. It makes me laugh how much you love that series. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then uh, tomorrow is FNAF Sister Location. I'm very excited to watch. Matt's going to stream it. Mark's probably going to start playing it. Uh, 8-Bit Ryan is definitely going to play it. Darko's definitely going to play it. Raspowski's definitely going to play it. So I'm very interested to uh, see all of that. Yeah. And then uh, November is Pokemon. So yeah, That'll be good.
0: So we definitely have a lot to review, a lot to oh. look into. Oh, we're not in final thoughts, so just so you're aware.
1: I know. Um, one quick note that I forgot to mention earlier about Pokemon: the demo of Pokemon Sun and Moon is coming out October eighteenth, and that will is similar to the X and Y, uh, not X and Y demo, the uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire demo, where you're going to be in a uh, an area that's actually not in the game, but you can do certain things, kind of start to get a feel for the mechanics, and also uh, get a unique pokemon out of the experience that you can then transfer over to your full game
2: yeah in short the throwing anime crosses in which they really should not have done
1: this one i will agree with that it's the uh ash greninja pokemon is the one you're going to be getting i don't like that they're trying to put anime stuff into the games that's never really been a thing before i don't know how it's going to be implemented in the future but hopefully it's going to stay limited it was but enough we'll doing how... the freaking
2: pikachu voice and the uh games
1: yeah, so um, that's a little bit concerning that they're starting to push anime stuff into the main series games. But we'll see how it plays out. So that is coming out October 18th, and the full game is November 18th.
2: Yeah, so I'm more sure waiting good. for the Skyrim.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's that too. And I don't believe there's much else can be said about the review again. Crackers for Horizon 3. All right. And now we can, oh, by the way, before we go off, I almost forgot again. Uh, yes, we did get a uh, user, uh, a subscriber review from Zaldera. I was just about to ask yes. you about that. <laughs> uh, I know about it. However, somehow with no news, we managed to go an hour and I think we're up to 45 or so minutes. 40 minutes? Yep. I think That's an hour because 40 once minutes.
2: you start talking about Fawzi, so you don't shut up.
0: <laughs> yeah. I went for a solid half hour with that. Hmm. Yeah, we also
1: had a bit of a lengthy rant about FNAF as well. Yeah, there's that. Or, so, you know, more about I think the gaming cut, media.
0: Cut down, I think this, we're at about an hour, a little under an hour and 40. It'll be interesting to see how the overall length is once I, you know, edit it out. But uh, an hour and 40 is what we're at roughly now. So we'll save that. We do have it. We'll put that in at some point in the future. All right. And uh, I don't think there's anything else. So, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Time now for some final thoughts? Yes. Who's got what? Kaz has what? Bad. Bad. Yeah,
2: Kaz is kind of dying over there.
0: Saucing hard, I see.
2: Yeah, I've not been staying up late for like the last week and a half. Winning. Yep. Definitely yeah. winning. I've actually been going to bed at a normal time. Hmm. Nice. Not to mention you
0: also are, you know, it looks like you're coming down with a cold as well, so that's oh, probably Oh, I'm not full helping. of it. Yeah, you're probably not, it's probably not helping any.
1: Yes, no. Raider Slime Dragon. Mm. I
2: was supposed to have gone out last night to an Asperger's meeting, but I was too full of this.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not giving everyone else my germs.
1: That's probably for the best.
0: Yeah, it is. And uh, so, uh, nothing else for Kaz other than Weak Sauce. Yep. Oh, Dark God. shut up. <laughs> Dark God, what do you got?
1: Um, Hopefully food.
0: That would be nice.
1: That would be nice. Uh, we, uh, You made mac and cheese last night, and somehow I think the only thing that's left of it is your plateful that you saved. Yeah. <laughs> and the entire pan <laughs> beyond that is gone. It was a good batch. It was a really good batch.
0: It was a good batch, so that works there. Yeah. Uh, there's that, and I think other than all the games we've already mentioned that we are going to try to play, in theory, is that we've been also been watching a lot of anime.
1: Yeah, we have. We just finished Among You, which that was really good. I did yes. like that a lot.
0: Lesbian Divers, the anime.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: that's more, about it. <laughs> more lesbian than divers.
1: I know. I was but actually still surprised at how little the, uh, the diving thing was actually in I it. know. The,
0: the, the, between the different photos and things I've seen on Twitter, across Twitter and you know, all the other GIFs I've seen, it looked like it was going to be a lot about diving, and then these two were just going to be really into each other. I'm like, okay. And then, really, more often than not, they're just, you know, the normal farting just around school out, deal. You know,
1: slice of life, hanging out after school sort of situation. Where they happen to
0: also be in the diving club. Yeah. But it that, was good, though. It, it was a good, chill
1: yeah. anime. Very nice. Just
0: like Flying Witch. Everyone just compared like it to Flying Witch. Witch. And, yeah. and just like Flying Witch, it needs to have a second season.
1: It needs to have a second season, and it also has a cat.
0: <laughs> in quotes. In
1: quotes. It has a thing that they call a cat. Yes.
0: But, yeah, that works. Uh, I liked it a lot.
1: I liked it as well. It was really nice.
0: Yes, we finally got somewhere by the end of the uh, f- last episode.
3: As know, always with anime. I was
1: going to say I like the I like the ending to this because it you know they had the build up and then they actually went there. Mm. So, we had some payoff at the end that was really nice. Uh, It was just a very relaxing anime overall.
0: Very funny. It was funny. Very, funny. Oh my God, we didn't even mention that. The facial expressions in this show are great.
1: They are amazing. If you
0: like the funny anime faces that characters make, this show ramps it up to 11.
1: It does. It's kind of like the same sort of faces that are used a lot in uh, Lucky Star, but (laughs) this takes it to the extreme. It is ramped up. It's
0: hysterical. Every character has their own unique funny face, and it's just... Uh, it works it's (laughs) so good really
1: well it's so i I really
0: do like that a lot that was hysterical it's a lot funnier a lot more more of a comedy show than flying witch was but it's all the same it's just great all around i liked it and then
1: what else did we finish
0: ah yes re zero.
1: Oh, my God, he got it right.
0: Uh, Starting Life from Zero in Another World or something like that is the subtitle to that. I think it's just
1: Starting Life in Another World.
0: From Zero. That's what it is. That's it, yeah. Uh, Yes, so interesting. Very. Ah, yes. (laughs) Rem and Ram are great.
1: Oh, I love the twins. They They are are awesome. Awesome.
0: I liked Emilia a lot, too. However, the show had a weird dichotomy in the fact that... uh, It's hard to judge it because of the fact that we could sit here and easily complain that Subaru is a little bitch, but that's ultimately incorrect to say because it touched on what Groundhog Day touched on in that this whole repeating time loop deal uh, is mentally taxing. Yeah, and the it's just the where our frustrations come from. Subaru, the main character, is that he's only awesome when the plot requires him to be.
1: That is true, yeah.
0: And until that point in time, he's a fish out of water flopping around. Mm. It's about it just gets really like there's an eight episode stretch in the center where it just totally goes down a hole
1: It does it's it like, goes completely off the rails.
0: And I get the I like, concept of what a lot of people are like, "Oh, it, it, it explores the madness that he's experiencing." Okay, great, but uh, it's just it kind of is a bit mm, disjointed like, experience. I was,
1: very, very tempted to walk out on it near the end of that stretch because I thought the entire series was just going to keep going like that. Thankfully, it picked itself back yeah. up at the end. All of end, a sudden,
0: I think after but... episode 18 or something, like I think it was 19 and on, all of a sudden it just became awesome again. And we're like, where has this show been?
1: I know. Why has it
0: been this it's awesome like the all the time? The beginning
1: section is awesome, the ending section is awesome. The middle just goes in a weird spiral. And I think
0: the reason why it goes in a spiral for us is that it's Subaru going through his mental madness state, and the problem is is that Rem is with him, but Ram is back at the mansion away from him, so the twins are separated. The thing that make them great, they're separated. And also, Emily is at the mansion, too, so she's not even there. So you get this... Same thing with uh, Beatrice. Beatrice is also gone for... In the whole second half of the series, you see her maybe two or three times at best.
1: And uh, what's-his-face, the cat...
0: Yeah, the I know who you're talking about. Puck. Puck, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's also completely absent from So it's that. it's just,
0: it's like the best things that make the show so great are the character interactions and certain some of the characters are so amazing. And they split the whole cast up.
1: Exactly. So it's like
0: you get a whole new section of people that can be awesome, like that green haired girl who I can never remember I her name. I can never
1: remember her name, but yeah, she is legit. Yeah. Uh, the munchkins are amazing. They're hysterical.
0: The munchkin cats.
1: And then uh, there's like a whole bunch of new characters who are like briefly touched on, but not really given enough time to shine on their own, which is sad because a lot of them are really, really cool. Yeah, the
0: characters are not the problem in this story. It's just the the dichotomy of how they split up the main cast that made the first half so great. And it's like, and he's just kind of floundering until he suddenly becomes awesome when the plot needs him to be at the end where it picks up. Apparently, the whole first 25 episodes are just the prologue of what ReZero is. There's a lot more. And if it ever gets another season, who knows? Again, this is anime, and they sometimes just drop it at this and it's, oh, read the manga.
1: I know, I hate that.
0: It's, it's bullshit. Don't go there. I hate that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, hopefully, they do, uh, you know, uh, adapt more of it because it is an interesting concept that has my attention. It's just. The execution in that middle really drags the show down overall.
1: Oh, it does tremendously.
0: And as of the last two weeks since our last show, I haven't gotten to back to New Game, but that one is, you know, again, comedy slice of life that's not in the school, which is always good. Mm Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't think there's uh, there's a couple of things we could be watching, but at the same time I think ultimately we're gonna be getting back to
1: Fairy Tales Fairy
0: Tales. One yeah, of the I think things. it's
1: been enough time that we can definitely get back into that and watch uh, some more of that. Because the thing with Fairy Tale is it's such a long series yeah. that like you can only take so much before you have to put it you down. You burn out, yeah. Else. Yeah.
0: That I understand that. <laughs> uh Fanto's asking why we're not watching more Knights of Sidonia or watching it at all.
1: Um, uh, you tell me.
0: Yeah. It's in the backlog.
1: I don't really watch anime independently. I usually wait and see, you know, what's good and what's not. Because I am very, very picky about what I like in anime.
0: Now, granted, and a lot though, of it
1: pisses me off because it's the same thing with the new coat of paint.
0: Granted, though, uh, Flying Witch, I only saw half of, and then immediately we started watching it. You liked mm-hmm. that. Amachu, we went in blind. That I'm was like good. Amachu
1: went in blind. You said it was similar to Flying Witch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we can give it a try.
0: And then ReZero was another one we went into blind. Both of us went blind, and I went in with how Twitter and other things ramped the show up to be amazing. And the whole middle section where it starts to drag, I'm just like, w- what was Twitter watching? Cause I know. I don't understand. It's like,
1: I was very close to walking out on the show at that point, And, like, you know, if you had come back with the next episode and said, oh, this is amazing, we need to get back to this, like, I probably would have said you're full of crap because, uh, you know, the past eight episodes have been nothing but shit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's but just a weird dichotomy in how it the store was just so
1: strange how it just completely goes off the rails yeah. halfway through. And then picks itself back up onto the rails at the very end.
0: Yeah, and then also leaves a lot of you know, there's a lot of plot out there. Yeah, that there's still a
1: lot of things happen. that like they touched on but never really. Yeah, explored. like his
0: his magical element is shadow, but it never comes back, and they never talk of it he again. Never
1: goes back to that. He's oh, tied. The whole he's thing with the how he even
0: got to there. How he even got into how that he universe. Got there,
1: why he's there. What the deal with the it, witch? Yeah, is. because
0: he's tied to the witch. Like yeah. very closely tied to the witch, but yet you don't know anything about that. And then there's a, so much of, there's the Royal selection that they, they talk about once and then they just kind of, Oh, it's off to the side. I know. It's just like, there's so much more that should be adapted because and then there's the cat. Yes. yes, Puck. <laughs> really interesting. angles. Really
1: interesting angles coming off him. Mm. But uh
0: not as cute and innocent as first advertised.
1: Mm. So yeah, I do have a guess another season because there is a lot that, you know, was previewed, but never explored. You know, I get that it is only the prologue of the story. You know, that's fair enough, but they have to go further with it. Yeah, they like, do. Like, you know, if you're going to convert something into an anime, you have to commit to it, because otherwise it just ruins the experience.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, it's a wait and see at this point in time. Yep. I don't think there's much else for anime that we've seen. Yeah. Uh, I've drawn a blank. Other than much games to play and not enough time and money in the wallet to get to them all.
1: I know. <laughs> Yeah. But isn't that I, like always I said, a story? Like, I would love to, you know, replace Skyrim again when it comes back out again, you know, the higher res version, but uh, I need Legendary Edition and I ain't got the money for it, so. Mm.
0: Always a problem.
1: Always a problem.
0: I don't believe there's much else. Nope. We can meander on further, but I don't think there's anything else to be going on. So final thoughts, Kaz, are you even still there?
1: Somewhat. Dozy <laughs> <laughs> Dragon.
0: Yep. There's that. Uh, this show, uh, here's the thing, we were having trouble with, uh, oh yeah, we didn't even mention that, last week, last show, we lost a show.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: In the time being, Athtech got back to me, they gave me my license key back, uh, I put it in, and now it doesn't even seem to want to record at all. Now, it records for like a tenth of a second, or a half a second at best, is the best I could get it to do. Uh, it's doing something right now, let's look at it, yep, it physically says recording.
1: Yep. To which I say, we'll see. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it physically says it's recording, but yet it doesn't. It says, eh. yeah, it, everything, yeah, everything that I do to it s- tells me that it should be recording right now. But we don't think it is. We have an Audacity backup running right now, which what well, the show might be about. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait and see. I think
1: we're gonna be using Audacity like every recording for the next year. After yeah. This.
0: <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see how that shakes itself out. I'd be willing to bet you're listening to this from an Audacity recording, is what I'm yeah, saying right now. <laughs> because if this thing's actually recording, I'll be stunned.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and happy, but stunned, nonetheless. But either which way, that's the update with that. Hopefully from now on we'll have Audacity running as a backup anyway, so mm-hmm. we won't be losing any more shows, minus Kaz's computer bursting into flames, which is always a possibility.
2: Then... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then uh, we need to go find dinner, maybe watch some anime, and then I'll put up the uh, new form. New form, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Along with, you know, all the other stuff.
0: Good stuff. So we took a week that had not much news and somehow managed to do a near two-hour show anyway. Yep. We're probably at about an hour 50 would be my guess, cut down. Probably. Mm.
1: Sounds about right.
0: Final thoughts. Kaz has none, uh, unless you've gotten any more.
1: Bad. <laughs> Bad.
0: Okay, <laughs> final thoughts. Dark God. Dinner dinner i agree with that and until (laughs) next time don't choke the chocobo
2: bye see you later
0: bye now